Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm your co-host, Itunde, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hi, Itunde. How are you today? I'm doing amazing, as always. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? Hey, so today we're going to talk Transfer 101. So we're going to go ahead and try to spell out all the basics for our students, right? Because transferring is such a big process and we have so many students. I feel like that's the majority of our students, right? Is transferring, right? Mm -hmm. And so today we're going to want to really, I feel like, talk about it from a broad sense. Some of the key things um, just to remember. I'm going to start off with a story. So I had a student come into my office a few years ago and she's holding a letter and she says, I'm denied. And I was like, whoa, what's going on, right? And this first time seeing the student and she's like, I'm denied because I don't have 60 units. But on my transcripts, I have 62 units. What's wrong? And so the first thing I'm thinking, right, is you have to make sure you have to have 60 CSU or 60 UC transferable units, right? That's like my first go-to. And then, so I start counting her units and she does have 62 transferable units. But here was the kicker. One of those core three unit courses did not transfer to the UC, but it did transfer to the CSU. Mm-hmm. Right, so one unit short mm-hmm. could have been a one unit PE class mm-hmm. and she would have transferred to the UC. But because she had 59 CSU transferable units, but not the 60, um, she was denied from that UC. Ah, gosh. Wow. Well. (laughs) (laughs) And the things that we see, We all have a story as counselors. Um, Yeah, that's, that's a tough one. So how did you, what did you tell her? Well, you know, and the UC that she wanted to was a fall-only admission. Mm. So what we ended up doing was, you know, started picking her interest to see what are some other things that she was interested in. Mm -hmm. And we ended up actually looking at some classes, and she thought always about minoring. So she was Mm. actually able to pick up a few extra classes. Uh, she did have to wait a little bit longer than, than she anticipated. But we mm-hmm. also talked about internships. What can she do to fulfill some of her time, clubs, joins, and organizations. Things that I feel like sometimes when you're so transfer focused mm-hmm. that you don't take advantage of all those great opportunities out there. Which, you know, because you're so busy, right? You're like, I got to make sure that I have all these units. I got to get through out of here in two years. That's my goal. Right. So we were able to kind of do that. I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. She she wasn't very happy about the, the denial. Who would be right? Who would yeah. be? But but at least we were able to kind of um, get a new plan going. Plan B. I'm a big believer of things happen for a reason. Right. So mm-hmm. um, to talking about those pieces with her, I think, really helped. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, you bring up so many good points that I hope I remember them all (laughs) as we talk. (laughs) First, you know, um, I just want to say to everyone listening, 
when we're talking about transferring, we're talking about going from a California community college to a California CSU or UC, right? So California State University, University of California schools. So for the most part, that those are the kind of schools we're going to be referencing. You know, we will have another episode on coming from out of state and wanting to come into a school in California and some other thing, recommendations we could have for students in that situation. But today's conversation is specifically for UC, CSU, UC, California Community College. Now, one of the great points that you brought up, um, Emmanuel, is that this is why when you are a transferring student, it might seem like your counselor is harping on make an appointment, make an appointment. But if you are a transferring student, if you are planning to apply to transfer this year, make sure you see a counselor the fall semester. Early see, fall, because, right? <laughs> yes, because a student like that, if we had checked your units, counted 59, you can still bring, pick up a unit in fall, in spring, right? And one of the recommendations I always tell students is we never want to be right at 60. We want to be at 62, <laughs> you know, just comfortably over the mark, just in case we miss something somewhere. That's why, that's what I always tell students. So, you know, this is why it's so important to, first of all, also do your due diligence because, you know, counselors are human, you know, and, and things happen or. And it's, it's important. I feel like sometimes there is so many rules, right? Well, they will transfer this school, but it doesn't transfer that school. Right, uh, yes. Oh, you know what? The date that it was articulated, it was only three units, but now yes. it's four units. That's there- huge. Let, let's clarify that. So what that means is maybe a class that counted in one area or counted as a certain type of way, let's say it's an English class, that's a core class that you've got to have. And this your school did a change in its curriculum and a class that used to be a three unit class is now a four unit class or a class that used to be a four unit class is now three units well that changes right that those kind of changes matter so yeah yeah and that's great point checking just with your counselor so you know back to transfer 101 the basics 60 transferable units either to the csu or to the uc depending on where you want to go right that's i think that's a number one for the csus Always remember the golden four, right? So you have to have that, the the English, the oral communications, the critical thinking, and the qualitative or like the math requirement, right? Those golden four and 30 general education units that are really necessary. And don't feel that you got to do this alone. This is where you meet with the counselor and say, hey, I just want to check my general education. I want to see how many units I have. Um, I do want to put one one thing out there for your STEM majors. Always check in with the STEM counselor um, because it's always a little different for STEM majors because we don't want to focus on GE. We want to focus on your major prerequisites because that's a lot of times what they're going to be looking at when you're applying for the for the CSUs and the UCs as well, along with that seven course pattern. But again, every school has nuances. So um, that's why it's it. we're trying to be very broad here because there is not one way sometimes. It's mm-hmm. like other than the 60 units, the golden four for the CSUs, right? The CSU transferable units, the UC transferable units. Those are pretty solid, I feel, uh, tidbits of advice. But once you start getting into your individual plan, you definitely want to see somebody. 
Mm, yeah, no, those are all really great points. Uh, I think too, one of the things um, we want we want to just explain is what when we say sixty transferable units, typically what that means the sixty units, right? General education are the classes that everyone's got to take. So those are the English, the math, history. Um, health, PE, those are the general classes. General knowledge is the way I try to describe it. Then the remainder of your 60, those usually add up to about 39 units. The remainder of your 60 should then come from your major. So what your specific campus that you want to transfer to, what does it require for you to be a history major or for you to be an art history major or a sociology major or a psychology major? What are the specific classes you need for that major? Hopefully those two things, the GE and your major together should add up to that 60 transferable that you just mentioned. Now, if you get to the point where you take all of those, you take all your GE, you take all of your major classes, and you're still not at 60, which is not unusual if you're a social science major, like if you're a history major or communications major or something like that, you might take everything that's required and still not be at 60 transferable. Then you've got to have electives. You've got to take enough additional units to get you to 60. And then once you have all of those units, that's when you're able to apply to transfer. Uh, that's a really, really good point. Because many times students are like, oh, well, I finished everything. So I'm good, right? And then it's like, no, you, but this is a great opportunity. Because I think like sometimes electives, like you can see if you could pick up possibly a minor right like for for the university that you're going to maybe you want to take these classes of interest that you always wanted to take but you felt like you wanted to make sure you knocked out your requirements first like and uh, maybe you want to learn a different language right so there's all those things that i feel that you can do with electives Um, i love electives of course uh, just because it gives you an opportunity to really explore and pick up something different learn something different Yeah. And a great way to think about electives, like what you're saying, is to find what complements your major. So if you're wanting to be a teacher, a language class is a great is a great class to take because language will always benefit you if you're in teaching the classroom or if you are a communications communications major, it doesn't hurt to take um, courses that are maybe not required for your major, but can can complement it so it's sort of like interpersonal skills or things that work on other skills that are related to your major and i always think there's a way to relate them and sometimes that's always a really great way to learn right like i tell my students that are like stem majors right when they're taking that humanities class like how do how does that work into stem right sometimes we got to think outside the box but putting those connections and making it fun is always a great way Um, to really approach any general education course, because how can I use this course possibly in my field of study, right? Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. within those general education patterns, you know, you have the CSU general education breadth and the IGETC that you could also use for the CSUs. You have a list of courses, like a variety of courses that you could choose from. So you don't just have to take that intro class all the time, but you could definitely look around and explore each of those classes in that general education section that you need and see what sounds interesting to you. And that's something that I tell my students all the time to explore. Mm-hmm. So what would you say is the one takeaway when you think about transfer and just the foundation of what you've got to know? What would you say is the one takeaway for students? 
I would say for me that one takeaway would be if you're not sure where to start, start with Igetsi. And because if you know you want to transfer, start with that Igetsi. It's a really good pattern to start exploring different different courses. Um, but it's a good way to kind of keep you on track. Now, again, unless you're a STEM major, if you're a STEM major, start focusing on those STEM courses. And maybe you want to balance it out with 1G at the beginning. So that would be my one thing is just kind of keep your options open, keep your mind open. And, um, and you know, when you want to transfer, I, you know, I hear this a lot. I do want to put this, this little caveat. I hear this a lot from students and they'll tell me like, oh, I don't know, the UC sound really hard. They're really difficult. And I always tell my students like, hey, whatever you're doing in the community college is going to set you up and prepare you for the university that you're going to. So just don't be afraid to try those things out. And Mm -hmm. um, many of our students, once you transfer, you graduate, you know, at the similar rate as a student entering the UC. So don't be afraid to try that out. Sorry, Mm -hmm. you know me and my long one things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I would say my one thing would be, um, you know, learn how the pattern works for yourself. Right. So, yes, you go to the counselor and the counselor will hopefully with a teaching uh, hat on show you how your transfer plan should look. Right. What's required for your major, what's required for GE, but learn and understand it yourself so that you're able to, you know, make adjustments along the way and understand and then also check in with the counselor and you get as much out of the counseling appointment as you can. I really like that, Yutende. It's always great to have that ownership, right? Mm-hmm. And the learning only helps you, and it helps you grow even when you transfer. Right, so. exactly. exactly. All right, listeners, we hope you appreciate this um, Transfer 101 quick intro into transfer. And remember, please check in with your counselor, your institution, um, regarding any requirements that they have regarding transfer this podcast is for informational purposes only. Yitzende, do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at cc underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at ccandsensibility at gmail.com. That's c-c-a-n-d-s-e-n-s-i-b-i-l-i-t-y at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.